It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's superhero slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes. It's superhero slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Diller. And my name is Mike Royer. And this week, we're waiting even longer for Morbius, Mike. We're sad. <laughs> oh, shucks. You thought this joke about you liking Morbius would be over this <laughs> month, but no, we've got three more. We haven't done this since Turtles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, the X-Men... X-Men is bringing back original voice actors for the cartoon. Ooh, I'm assuming this is the 90s one, but I'll wait for I'll wait for the details in the show yeah. notes. So. The details. Warner wants to sell the CW. Oh my gosh. Mark, and more. I didn't even know about that one. We'll yeah. Get in, we'll get into that, but man, I'm exhausted, Chris. Uh, the wife and I are moving yeah. into a new place. Mm-hmm. We got the keys yesterday. We got movers coming on Thursday. We're recording this on a Sunday, so... I'm kind of in that Easy weird. Zo- I'm in that weird zone of just like uh, I have access to the new place, so we're moving stuff over at our leisure. But we also have movers coming on Thursday, so they're going to take the heavy stuff. So like I'm in moving limbo. Like I feel like I can't, I can't sit down and relax because there's always something to do until mm-hmm. all of this is over with on Thursday. So. Mm-hmm. By the time you're listening to next week's episode, uh, hopefully all the audio is going to be just fine in the new place. Uh, We probably won't have a whole lot of stuff hung on the walls, but I'll see what I can do. Uh, You're going to have a lot of cardboard boxes. Maybe you could just (laughs) put it over yourself in the microphone. Exactly. I I know I sent you a a TikTok earlier this week of a... uh, uh, a voice actress wow. who did a, a like a tour of her like kind of backyard studio. It was amazing. I would love to have mm-hmm. that as a podcast studio. It, I don't remember who the voice actress was, uh, but like it's this little additional dwelling unit in her backyard. It has double sliding doors. I it was either six yeah. or nine panes of glass on like the windows it even has like a little loft above yeah. I, I can't imagine she's sleeping in there like that her house is just steps away but even has like yeah. a little loft to chill i'm That's... just like she's using it for voice acting i would just love it to do podcasts well i mean i do i mean literally that would be, i'd be like oh i want to take my nintendo switch out here and play some games or something like this. it's like a little getaway kind of thing and she can work there too as a voice actress it was yeah. really cool um that that's um the, one of the, the fun things about having uh, all Apple products is and when I open up Safari, it says shared with you from Mike. And I see the picture of that actress like every time I open up Safari <laughs> now. So I'm like, yep, yeah, that's, uh, that's a reminder of, of what we don't have. But that's it's, it's goals. Well, I mean, you have a backyard, so you could theoretically mm-hmm. do this if you wanted to. But yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get to it here in a minute. But you don't just have a backyard. You also have a basement, which yeah. you've been which you've coined yeah. the fungin. Yeah, and you the have um, the you fun have, dungeon uh, for people who, who don't get that adi- reference. Fun additions that you've been adding yeah. to it. Um, yeah. But what else yeah, have we'll you been do- up to, Chris? Well, so in my basement, I have a theater. And this week, I mm-hmm. used that theater to watch the uh, now available for, um, I think, digital purchase uh, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Have you had a chance to catch this yet, Mike? I have not had a chance to catch it, but the kind of. 
the 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 spoiler has been spoiled for me already mm-hmm. and if anybody hasn't seen it yet i won't let them i won't let them know but well, yeah, like a, a ghost there is a ghost that pops up i don't know where there, it does in in the in the movie but a very specific ghost there are ghosts all over this place <laughs> believe me it's, it's called ghostbusters for a reason I, I will i will tell you and this will come up in in a topic uh you know uh later but um you know we are we are not ghostbusters um you know aficionados this is not our wheelhouse but we do have a listener mm-hmm. adam who uh he told me i talked to him saturday after i watched it he's he's seen it three times now uh since oh it's come so out. He, so he must like it then. <laughs> yeah yeah and and i will say um not having any um uh, affection for the other ones like you know I, I don't love them i don't i don't obsess over them like other things uh i had a really good time mike i would mm-hmm. recommend this movie uh ghostbusters afterlife and uh, we actually have a review a spoiler cast of when we started doing those of the ghostbusters was it 2016 uh that sounds about right yeah um and you know we we said at the time it's not a woke ghostbusters right at no point did i'm like oh my gosh the cast is all females it just felt like a a, just just a movie and Mm -hmm. you know like that that was a probably a bigger offense than, than the casting it had nothing to do with this this new one and this one actually you know ties into um the original uh ghostbuster uh films but I, I i had a really good time i think the actors are really good paul rudd is, a, is a, a huge part of this and he knocks it out of the park you know we love we love paul rudd on the show he, he doesn't do anything wrong so um I, I i highly recommend ghostbusters afterlife mike and I, whether you have time before you move or after it might be a couple weeks before you uh get to sit down and watch it but it is available on chris flicks for you so um Anytime you do, I'd recommend um, if you're, you know, hopefully you can, someone can find this and and want to to get it because it's it's definitely worth it. So um, the next item on the list here is something I watched a couple weeks ago and you just got around to watching this week, it looks like. So, yeah. um, And was this, was this based on the the recommendation from me and a friend of the show, Quentin? Uh, yeah, to, in, to in the group chat, you guys were going on and on about Encanto, and I was like, oh, no, yeah. I don't know if I ha- can uh, push back against the power of a group chat. I don't want to get anything yeah. spoiled. I should watch yeah. this as soon as possible. We watched it the other night, and it, it's a it's a grand slam for me. It was so yeah. much fun. Uh, the music is great. Uh, I've already listened to the soundtrack twice already um, on trips back and forth to the to the new place. Uh, yeah. The song th- the songs are great. They, they stick in your head. Yeah uh and it, it's, it's 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 a whole lot of fun it's it's a very much it feels like a pixar film at, at its core even though it's disney animation right like yeah the, like i kept the, i yeah the the lines between pixar and disney animation are really starting to blur and i don't think that's too crazy considering they're like owned by the same uh corporate empire mm-hmm. right uh but i keep getting confused that when i'm watching something like Moana or Encanto. Like I'm always looking for like, Oh, where's the, where's the pizza planet truck? I'm like, yeah. no, that's this wrong. It's not in this, not in this movie. I got to look for different references and Easter eggs. So mm-hmm. I don't know if the Easter eggs have been spotted for Encanto. I'm, I'm sure they have. Uh, but yeah, I love the songs. I love the animation. Well, um, yeah. I'm not exactly like a, uh, a super technical buff when it comes to like lighting on like CG movies. But I feel like this is the first time I ever noticed the lighting in a good way. So I don't know if there's a lighting professional that's just like, Oh yeah, no. Encanto like really nailed it and knocked it out of the park. But I was like, man, there are some images in this that are just like striking. So yeah, uh, yeah big recommendation. And you know, you got Disney plus already. We know you do if yeah. you're listening, so you can just go watch it uh, yeah. for free. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and I think it, the um, I, I didn't see it here in the, in the show notes, but you know it doesn't often. Oh no, it is in the show notes. Yeah, we yeah, got another yeah, um, yeah, kind yeah, it's, of it's Disney, like, Pixar yeah. animated Disney Plus thing that yeah. we'll talk about yeah. later in, it, in the well, show. The, this one uh, in content wasn't Pixar, so you wouldn't have any Easter eggs. Sadly, uh-huh. um, the only one that we have, however, is is part of the Alan Tudyk verse. Uh, because he oh does, yeah he, he does this. make a yeah he does make a yeah. cameo as a character in this yeah i, I was scrolling we should through, tell him but well i was scrolling through the cast list of of encanto because like you you get really enthralled with all of the voices and mm-hmm. uh i i was surprised that beyond two people i don't recognize any of the cast and that just could be because maybe they're really fa- famous in South America and the, you know, I'm just oblivious to the fact that they're mega famous uh, South of the border. Um, or who knows, maybe they're just like great voices and they put them in the movie. But I was pretty surprised to see like a Disney animated movie that really didn't have a whole lot of star North American star power really um, kind mm-hmm. of holding on to it. Maybe just Lynn Manuel Miranda doing the music yeah. was enough, uh, enough to get it made. I don't know, but it was great. Encanto. It's amazing. No, Go watch it, that. It, but, and then also, I mean, just uh, before you know, I know Reno, uh, not Reno 911, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of your favorite shows, and Stephanie Beatriz mm-hmm. is, is the main voice actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like her, basically her and, um, um, not Luis Guzman, uh, I can't think. I John Leguizamo. John, John Leguizamo, Leguizamo, that's it. Yeah, yeah he was the only, they, those were the only two I really uh, recognized. Yeah. And then Alan Tudyk was the voice of uh, a toucan. No. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, don't tell him, let him figure it out. Uh, oh, Wil- they never would have guessed it. <laughs> well, well Wil- Wilmer Valderrama uh, from, from that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I remember I had to scroll down a little bit to see yeah. him on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 the point of it is, voice actors are not still a good movie you know i I think it's a strong recommendation and it's on disney plus but um the only the only reason you can tell disney movies from pixar movies anymore is because uh, we'll talk about later but uh only disney movies go to theaters it seems like so uh anyway um yeah i've not we go on i've not got to see this next show so don't yeah well i feel like i only put this in here because i thought i was going to have enough to talk about at the top of the show and i've only seen one episode so far Mm -hmm. of season two of the witcher and I just wanted to call out, there's this really, really great visual effect of a character in the first episode here. It's like this half man, half boar type of character that like has conversations and dialogue. And like they just really nailed like the animation and the special effects of like the boar on like the human like body, I guess is the best, maybe best way to describe it. So. Like, I was just really surprised. I don't know if this is just Netflix throwing a ton of money at Witcher Season Mm -hmm. 2 with how popular the first season was. Or who knows, maybe just VFX houses are just getting better and better and better at pulling this stuff off on TV budgets. But, yeah, I was pretty shocked. It was a pretty good-looking face. Did they CGI off uh, Henry Cavill's mustache? <laughs> I did not see a must. Well, then it must have been really good. Yeah, uh, there, no, you, okay. there you go. I'm but kidding, uh, I'm yeah, Witcher. Hopefully, uh, I'll be reporting back more about The Witcher over the next couple of weeks because we just started it. Uh, but surprise, surprise, there is a new NBC network comedy, which is not something that often people talk about anymore because it's all about streaming, streaming. There's a show called American Auto, which funny enough, we're watching on Hulu and I'm sure it's also on Peacock and it's hilarious. As of right now, there's three episodes available. I think it airs on Tuesdays, so maybe you can stream it on Wednesdays. It's just all about like this uh, fictitious car company in Detroit and about how a new CEO comes in and the higher-up employees are trying to like wrangle and move them around because she used to run like a pharmaceutical company. 
there's a the first episode is about them trying to announce like a self-driving car and it's just it's just really really funny the jokes just are really great uh you'll i laughed the entire episode so i just thought i would um soundboard a network comedy which i feel like Mm -hmm. you're never gonna see really trend anymore so go catch american auto because i would be sad at the pace that the show is going now, I'd be really sad if they didn't get a second season because not enough people watched it. So mm-hmm. go watch American Auto. It's NBC, so it's got to either be Peacock, Hulu, or I guess your antenna, right? Just plug yeah, an antenna in. Yeah, that, that's, that's broadcast television. Yeah, you, you right can just there. watch it. So that's American Auto. But Chris, yes. we achieved something this week, didn't we, yes, for a limited yes. time offer? I did. I'm glad I sent it to you because I'm, like, I'm like, I don't know if Mike knows about this. We haven't really talked about it outside of – I don't think ever – uh, but uh, uh, Taco Bell took 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 a walk on the wild side. It, it thought outside the bun even further, <laughs> and uh, gave us chicken wings uh, for the, for the until Wednesday of next week, this coming week, after two p.m. only. <laughs> you can get chicken wings at Taco Bell covered in their. Uh, it's kind of a, a Mexican Propri- yeah, seasoning sort of, kind of thing. proprietary like dry seasoning. Like these yeah. are dry wings i'm honestly shocked to hear that they even have wings because mm-hmm. i thought we were in a chicken wing shortage i don't know if that's over by the fact that they have them now but they give them in to you in like this mm-hmm. nondescript brown box the, it is the comes- most boring <laughs> box i've ever seen in my life doesn't even yeah. say taco bell on it like that was yeah. like what's going yeah. on here and then when you sent me a picture that you got them, I was like, okay, I got to see if I if I can get a shot at getting them because, I mean, this is Los Angeles. Not only do I just have to fight a higher density of people per Taco Bell, yep. but also I have to fight, like, influencers that, that want to eat them and put them up on, like, their TikTok and YouTube accounts. So I was shocked the first Taco Bell I tried. I was yeah. like, do you have the wings? They're like, yeah, we got the wings. So very easy. Yeah. Uh, it, I think I sent you the exact same picture that you we, sent me. Box the, open. They look the exact same. Like the wings even in the box look yeah, the exact co- same. Yeah, coast to coast, those. identical product. Uh, <laughs> what, did, what did you think about these wings, man? So I will tell you, um, while I don't think uh, the ones I had, the the uh, dry seasoning was extremely flavorful, mm-hmm. these were pretty solid wings, man. Uh, whoever is up in their test kitchen at Taco Bell coming up, mixing and matching some of the stuff, this is the lane they should stay in, 100% uh, right here because uh, – uh, I think it was great. Now, I'm not a big fan of the dipping sauce either. Did you use a lot of the dipping sauce? Yeah, that's actually one thing I was surprised. I like the spicy ranch. I've had it on many Taco yeah. Bell products, but I felt like I didn't need it, and it didn't yeah. jive super well with the experience, which is strange because I love dipping wings yeah. in like ranch if, or blue cheese. Every one of my wings, I was able to get all of the meat off the bones and leave the bones because they these are not these are not boneless wings. I just want to get that away. These aren't boneless wings you're getting. These are actually like bone-in wings. Uh, you get the drumsticks and the and the wing portions in here, um, seasoned crisp to perfection. I was able to literally get all the meat off the bones for all five of them. They're all consistent across the board, and I, I think they're I think they're great. Now it is. I think the price is a little high for the five wings you get in this little nondescript box. It's not something I'm going to get every time, but it is a treat, I believe. Now, what would I? What would you thought if they had the nacho fried dipping sauce? Man, I I wanted just honestly like it's an A plus chicken wing from like a fast food restaurant. I I've never yeah. had anything as close to um as close to as crispy as this when it comes to a chicken wing. But yeah, it needed more mm-hmm. just taco belliness, right? Like yep. I was expecting them to have like a volcano flavored one, you know, that was spicy and then 
it seems like they were just kind of like, what do we got in the kitchen? Well, we got this ranch, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, do we have any seasoning? Yeah. Uh, let go across the street, find a frozen chicken wing and throw it in our fryer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess yeah. Uh, the only reason the chicken wings make it on the show is, is because yeah. it's a week long promotion and we just both happen to find them. Yeah. And, 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 and we don't talk about, we haven't talked about food a, a, a little bit. I think, you know, during the pandemic that kind of prevented us from going out and trying all the foods, but mm. I thought the Taco Bell chicken wings were pretty fun. Um, you know, it, it was just a fun little thing to do and it's not something I think they'll, they'll do for long. They'll probably bring it about what, once a year, you think? Yeah. Like with the and nacho it, fries well, it's, it's strange too, because you can't really Taco Bellify the ingredients because you can't really take the meat off of the bone and like throw it in a taco like the employee is never going to do that right so you're kind of just like it's weird i've never just ordered like an ingredient at taco yeah. which is kind of what it feels like uh but yeah i would love different kind of like powders yeah. but also in general i'm a fan of sauced wings so if they could give me like some sort of taco belly sauce that i could kind of roll them mm. around and shake them up in the box i'd be down with that yeah, yeah, I, I think I think there's an opportunity to grow from here, but it's a great first test at proving that again. I think they can cook the wings consistently, and and you know again that they're equal across the board for both mm. of us is is pretty good. So for that, uh, and then the last thing you, you kind of mentioned is that the thing I was uh, my friend John, um, who I actually met post an arcade expo which we have here in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, like five six years ago. Uh, we met at a, an IHOP um, between some mutual friends, and I've been friends with him ever since. I worked with him for a while, too. Uh, he, he had a birthday, and at his birthday, we have a video game contest. He is a retro video game connoisseur. He bought, he mm. wheels and deals in the authentic stuff, not the emulation. Wheels and deals. <laughs> no, seriously, he does it. His brother, um, whose house we were actually at, and I sent you photos of, wheels and deals even farther. He will go buy full-size arcade cabinets you know, at discounts, fix them up, sell them at arcade expos and, and back and forth and so on and so forth. It's ridiculous. But not only that, he, he does the retro consoles as well. Like, yeah, you know, I think you saw, like we had the, the, we had, um, we had, uh, what was that? A Sega Saturn. We had a Famic an actual Famicom duo from, from oh, Japan man. in there. Um, yeah, there were all sorts of, of crazy stuff. Uh, last night we, we, we played, uh, between, you know, two and, Midnight, and then there's these specific games every year. We have a list of games for every console, and we all rotate and write down your high score, right? Between all the games, whoever wins. I actually got, I actually got the high score. Um, I, I won last night because technically I had the high, only high score I had was in Tony Hawk, but I was consistently in the top five for every other game, so I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> um, but I showed you, Mike. I mean, like th this guy keeps authentic boxes of consoles, the controllers. It's all meticulously kept. Like it was. Very much, uh, uh, he just bought a house last summer, right out of the seventies, with the wood paneling and the tile floor yeah. in the basement. It yeah, he's crazy. even got yeah, he's even got like a like a rack. It looks like he stole from a GameStop or something. And he's got yeah. video games hanging out in there. Oh yeah, he he um, I think he the company he worked for, uh, when GameStops closed down, like he's able to go in and like buy all the 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 furnishings or getting rid of mm. first. So he's got a lot of that stuff. But I mean, it's it was just um, it was just so fun to kind of go back and look and you know play games with the, these guys and you know, kind of just have a really really good time um he's got, as you can tell he's got all the crt tvs right like yeah you have to have the crt tvs to work with all of these older systems and that was really crazy and you can't tell one of my favorite games i found this year is a system called 3do um it's got a light gun game and you can't see it but it's called um drug wars it was like an anti-drug <laughs> video game they oh, made wow. back in the day and it's like one of those um laser disc games so like 
all the all the the whole game is an uh, FMV, right? Where it, like someone steps out and shoots, and you have like a split second to shoot them with the light gun. And then if you die, it cuts to someone else saying, well, you died. That's not good now, is it? And, but if you get them, the video keeps playing to the next person kind of thing. You, like mm-hmm. the old point-and-click games. It was really fun. Um, I, I just gave them a shot. These, these are the guys who inspired me to build my basement the way it is. So, like, I'm, I'm just uh, – just, just I love being around people playing old video games. It's really, really good time. So, sharing that. And happy birthday, John. Good, good for you. So let's jump into the news. The news is Spider-Man. Mike, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. No way home. Um, uh, I think I, we talked about last week I was able to pre-order the Steelbook already, but it doesn't have a release date. But it has crossed $1.5 billion Ooh, in the money. world. Um, it was one, I actually wrote this down earlier this morning as 1.4, but it went over 1.5 um, just today alone. So... Um, that is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like this is, uh, I, I wouldn't say it's it's safe to go back to the movie theaters by any means, but this this one is breaking through that and proving the uh, staying power of Spider Man. If you yeah, will, well, you were you, uh, you were fanboying out the other day over uh, John Watts, yeah. and making this uh, Spider Man trilogy. Which what did you say? It was the first director to the first to director in Marvel to do a, a full trilogy. And like mm-hmm. we said when we talked about Spider Man. We, we never mention the director. Uh, like, we always talk about, you know, directors of the other movies. Like, when we think Thor, we now think Taika Waititi, right? We always have to mention mm-hmm. those hand in hand. But John Watts, he just, like, slid under the radar. is like, knocking it out of the park with these movies. And then his next movie with Marvel is literally Fantastic Four. So, um, I, I have full faith in this man to, to go on and keep doing this. So, yeah, it does make you wonder if, uh, the next kind of part chapter of Spider-Man might be directed by somebody else. I wouldn't be surprised also if, that's what John Watts would do, right? You know, copping on a Fantastic Four might not even have time, you know, to do anything for Sony over there with the next yeah. Spider-Man. But hopefully they get somebody good in there to pick up the next chapter, which I would only assume is going to involve Miles mm. uh, at some point in time. Whether it's quick or not, uh, Miles is definitely going to be in this universe. Yeah, it, it, I mean, they've, they've kind of alluded to it a little bit in this one, you know, like offhanded mm-hmm. comments. They, we've had uh, his uncle Aaron Davis in the first one played by uh, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's it's just a matter of time. Um, but the, the idea is, is Miles going to be in this universe or are they going to take how they've really introduced Miles in every the comic books and in the Spider-Man, make him from another universe and cross him over into this one um, is, is my question at the end of the day, right? Like, Will they do it like they've always done them, or will they just start them off in this and kind of, you know, do a baton passing? You know, I don't think uh-huh. Captain Marvel is doing that with the Marvels, but it's interesting that you know they've got Captain Marvel and then a Miss Marvel, you know, teaming up in the next movie. If mm-hmm. you will, very very similar to that. Um, I was trying to pull up um, the new all time list, but again, I forget how to do this on Box Office Mojo because I am just. I'm just an idiot. Yeah, uh, I think that I think the new website that a lot of people are using is called the Numbers. I the think numbers? that's kind of like the hot new website that people are going yeah. to that have kind of failed, have fallen out of love with Box Office Mojo. Uh, it's yeah. been a while since I've been to either of the sites though. So yeah, well, either way, uh, this is now uh, Spider Man's number eight worldwide uh, uh, overall. And then uh, yeah, domestic domestically it is number six. So I believe, yeah. 
So um, over overseas, it's getting a little more traction. I think it's kind of tapering off here in the in the states uh, due to it's been almost a month coming up. And uh, it, so that means it's past the original Avengers, which is celebrating its ten year anniversary this year. Uh, it's got about a million to before a hundred million before it over uh, turns uh, the Lion King from John. Man, Pedro. it's crazy threading. I mean. It's it's almost purely luck, right? It's really threading the needle on the release date of the movie. You know, uh, e- even when the movie was coming out, people were still talking about Omicron. It was in the news. It was starting to be a thing. And now things are starting to shut down from Omicron spreading over the holidays. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, like we're about to talk about, the movie theaters are starting to uh, seize up again. So they got, I don't even know if it's luck, if it's strategy, you know, no. if they if the marketers over there know something that we don't know, but yeah, the all coalesced into a lot of money. That's for sure. Yeah, it's true. In in, in a perfect perfect storm, if you will, because nobody else really made that much. Um, I think James Bond was close, but this kind of shattered James Bond by by yeah. a long shot. But like you said, um, upcoming cases, um, you know, things are starting to shut down and close down again. Um, and that has led to the sixth or seventh delay of Morbius. Um, yeah, I went I went with a seven on the show art just because it seems more ludicrous. But I feel like yeah. I've seen both numbers. Basically, the take home here is the movie has been delayed so many times and nobody really historically keeps track of when a movie gets delayed. Right. Nobody's like tallying like no one has a spreadsheet. Like, no one has a Wikipedia page mm-hmm. that's, like, really clearly stating when it was going to come out. Because people would just assume, this is the release date. This is when it's going to come out. I don't need to log this in the history books. But, yeah, it's been delayed so many times, we don't even know if it's six or seven. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's, it's You can probably go back and find even more. But um, this is uh, – I, I it's been delayed till April 1st. And I was like, is this an April Fool's joke kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I thought people were – like, oh, we're just going to mess with everybody. No, it's literally delayed till April 1st of 2022. Um, and it has now passed New Mutants uh, in terms of number of delays it has had. And yeah. we gave New Mutants hell um, <laughs> based on that. Uh, and, you know, it's not to say New Mutants is, is the worst or, or the best, you know, X-Men movie. It's not. I don't think this is the quality of Morbius, no matter how much hell we give it. Um, it's not, I don't think it's delayed for quality. It's just delayed due to uh, health concerns around the world. Mm-hmm. And, also, Spider-Man would probably still be making more money than Morbius if it came out at the same time <laughs> they were in theaters. Like, really, I think I think it would kind of knock it back a little bit. So uh, that that takes the wind out of my sails because I thought they would do a, a re-release of Spider-Man with a Morbius like extra extra in credit scene. Well, uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if a film like Morbius gets a kind of week of trailer like go in the theaters now go watch it and then they just are throwing spoilers left and right in the trailer. Yeah. Look, here's all the Spider-Man Venom Easter eggs uh, to get you to go to the theater. Uh-huh. Um, please and, buy a ticket for this movie that was delayed seven times. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man is also the number one um, uh, Sony movie uh, domestically by like a long shot, like mm-hmm. several hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. Uh, Morbius was next. Um, the next one on that list is the other Tom Holland starring vehicle, uh, Uncharted. So... Mm-hmm. Will Uncharted also be delayed from February if Sony is concerned about you know uh, not being able to open up enough theaters for those for that movie as well? It's gonna be my question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But all we know, Morbius is now in April. It'll sit right between Batman and Doctor Strange. It's gonna live in that sweet spot, right? When we're all just talking about 
two really exciting movies we're we're all excited for. <laughs> uh, the Blade movie we're gonna move along here is is coming out eventually. Uh, we've not heard a lot about it since it was originally announced at Comic Con 2019. Um, however, they are casting for a character called Fiza. Uh, it's a it's a she. It's an actress. Uh, someone with fighting an actress with fighting experience is preferred. Mm-hmm. Um, now, in the comic books, there's a Doctor Faja Hussein who was a Muslim woman who wielded the sword Excalibur and took on the name Excalibur in the comic books. Uh, and she's also fought Dracula and worked with Dane Whitman in the comic books. Now, the end credit scene of Eternals. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what it is because it's going to be on Disney this week and doesn't really ruin anything. Mm. Alludes to the Ebony Blade and Blade. Um, at the same time. <laughs> so this character, um, Dr. Faisal Hussein, who wielded Excalibur, it, does this mean Blade is leaning into the, you know, England <laughs> mythical side of, of Marvel? <laughs> know what they did? They were just like, okay, what did, the, what did the last Blade movies do? Well, they really did vampires because that's what it's all about. It's like, no, 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 we're going a different direction. Literal. It's about Blades. We're going to put as many <laughs> Blades in this movie as possible. All the swords. And the guy's going to be named Blade. Yeah. There's going to be vampires Who? that gets killed by Blades. Like, I'm already imagining, like, a uh, an action sequence. Three characters, three swords, mowing down vampires. I yeah, mean, yeah. that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it. I mean, I also think, you know, it's very interesting. They're le- they are leaning into Arthurian legend, though, like, quite mm. heavily for, for like, the Black Knight, um, you know, the allude to the Black Knight with the Ebony Blade and Dane Whitman, um, you know, a woman who wields Excalibur and goes by the name Excalibur. Like, are, are we going to, like, is this the next step of, of Marvel where they, um, you know, New York is oversaturated with superheroes, you know, um, let's let's go to let's go to England and see see what hey, we got going on. It works there. for the Great British Bake Off, right? The second mm-hmm. that you the, the second that Americans are watching something out of their own country, it already has a little bit more mystique to it, and that's yeah. just in a baking show. So I think this will work well. We call it the Great British Blade Off. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what we do, and 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 you've you've already you've we've already bought a whole theater full of tickets <laughs> for ourselves. Sold. So, um, yeah, that's just interesting uh, for casting. So they're moving along with Blade. Um, I mean, again, I'm feeling like it's a 2024 release at, at this rate. So we'll we'll knock on wood. Uh, back to that point, Eternals will literally be on Disney+. Plus. Um, I believe on Wednesday, the 12th, uh, January 12th, it will be on there. So if you didn't catch it because, you know, you're afraid to go to the theaters or you already, you know, um, it's a holiday season, whatever, just didn't word of mouth didn't sell you on it now's your chance to watch it for free with your disney plus subscription this week mm-hmm. so um catch that because you're whether you like it or not those characters will are have probably have seeds planted in the marvel universe down the road so uh you can do that have some good times with it echo the character from hawkeye who's interested in hawkeye she has a show coming up that they announced several months ago a rumor, this is very much rumor, that writers from the Netflix's Punisher and Daredevil series have signed on for this one as writers as well. Well, so, they got uh, to go somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. So Ken Christensen, who worked on uh, uh, both Punisher seasons, and Dara Resnick, who worked on Daredevil season three, have signed on. Now, this doesn't mean that we're getting the Punisher and we're getting Daredevil in these shows. By by any means, it doesn't mean that. Um, but it does mean they have, a, 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 I guess, a working on street-level superheroes. Um you know, Daredevil does have, you know, powers, but, um, you know, 
uh, Punisher doesn't. He just has yeah. guns. So. Also, just just quality too, right? Uh, one thing that I didn't particularly enjoy about the Hawkeye series that did kind of revolve a little bit around the, the character of Echo was I didn't really think the whole crime aspect of it really worked for me. But mm-hmm. there is a lot of crime in uh, Punisher and Daredevil that worked really, really well for me that I really enjoyed. You know, there's like a whole conspiracy kind of underlying with a with the Punisher show, uh, and this is going to blow your mind, Chris, because usually when we're talking to this show, we're kind of talking to the audience, and we just assume that they're up to date on everything, right? We just assume that they're watching everything that we're watching. They're hardcore fans uh-huh. as well. And uh, that probably is the case, but I think sometimes we forget about the edge cases out there because I was talking to a uh, friend the other week and he was telling me he has two kids, right? You know, he's tired of watching like kid shows. Like apparently there's something called Blippy, which is driving him crazy. And if he, he told me if he had a chance, he would kill the man named Blippy because he can't stand him anymore. But he told me he finally found some peace and quiet and some alone time during the break. And what's the one thing that he wanted to rewatch? And it was the Punisher series mm-hmm. on Netflix. He wanted to go back and he wanted to rewatch that. I don't know if he just wanted the total opposite of kids television, which is John Bernthal, like uh, uh, Merck and a bunch of fools on TV. But I just thought it was like strange. Like, you know, my uh, my friend in question, you know, doesn't really keep up a whole lot with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, he just has Netflix. He knows that there's a show on there that he likes. It's called The Punisher. He knows Punishers from the comic books and stuff like that. So... Uh, I'm sure he'll be pretty stoked if the news ever comes across his desk that uh, a Punisher writer is heading on over to a show called Echo, yeah. which I'm sure he probably hasn't even watched Hawkeye either. He's just too busy raising kids. I don't blame him for that. But I was just like shocked that like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Punisher's a really good yeah. show, and I'm not surprised people are going back to rewatch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never saw the second season, uh, you know, show my cards a little bit on it. It's not because, you know, I feel like it was – the first one was bad. It was just kind of at the point where they started canceling everything. Yeah, you felt, they... like you, you felt like you felt like you kind of like got a divest, like a stock yeah. investor, right? No, no, sell, 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 sell. <laughs> yeah, like like ah, uh, it's fine, but you know this isn't really going anywhere, like we talked about. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, Punisher's great. Uh, you know, Daredevil season three. I think a lot of people were were happy. It kind of went back to you know back to the basics with it. Uh, you know, a lot more Kingpin. So, I mean, it's there's um opportunity here for them to take Echo a little bit further. Like you said, uh, we didn't really learn a lot about her other than like a quick flashback for her, for her motivation in this uh, series for Hawkeye. So hopefully, you know, we can see again what crime Echo has been involved in, where she got to where she is as like the the, the leader of, of the um, tracksuit mafia um, and so on and so forth in, in her upcoming show, uh, which I still, um, I'm excited for, but we have nothing else on when this is happening. So we'll uh, keep you guys posted. On Disney Plus as well, we are um, expecting X-Men 97 to come back next year as well when they announced that. Literally, it wasn't Disney Plus Day. It was just like, what, was it their, when, when did they announce all that stuff? Like in the middle of the year kind of thing? I feel like, I, I don't even remember anymore. It was, man. Disney Plus Day was like disappointing as hell. So like, I don't, I don't think this was part of it. But anyway, they're revisiting the X-Men uh, animated series and they are actually getting some of the voice actors back in here. One of them, uh, the biggest one, you know, is, uh, of course, Wolverine. This is where everyone came to love Wolverine, uh, mm-hmm. if you didn't read comic books. And um, Cal Dodd, who voiced him in 90s, will be returning to voice him in the upcoming show. Nice. Uh, 
with that, uh, they also said that the voice of Rogue, uh, Lenore Zahn, will also be coming back as well. I, I can hear oh, Rogue's voice yeah, in my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, uh, very, very much, um, you know, Southern, uh, Southern Bell sign of thing. And then the other characters they, they also mentioned that they'll focus on the show focus on include Beast, Jean Grey, Gambit, Storm, Nightcrawler, and Mister Sinister. So the um, first uh, the first X Men property in a while that's promising Mister Sinister, and we'll probably finally see it because right? it was the, in the original uh, X Men '90s show, the Essex Foundation or whatever mm-hmm. corporation. We'll, we'll tease them forever. No more so, hints and nods and uh, like winks. He'll actually yeah. be there. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, they bring him into the. He'd be great in one of the movies too with Marvel, I believe. But. Yeah, I'm excited for X Men '97. Um, you know, I, I, it's rough to go back and watch those old ones because they feel of the '90s. They feel like a, a Saturday morning Fox show where they try to make them as fast as possible. So um, it's, it's a little rough to go back and visit them, but it is it is still charming because I, I did grow up watching those. Thor: Love and Thunder. There is a new Marvel uh, poster with all the the group out there, Mike. Uh, that's that's starting mm-hmm. to hit, and with this, it's showing off some of the characters we see in this photo. Miss Marvel a little bit to the left. Um, you can see what appears to be a new Black Panther a little bit to the right there, right? Uh, includes Shang-Chi, who's new to the MCU as of this year. But also, we see a uh, helmeted Jane Foster Thor. And then our regular Chris Hensworth Thor in yellow and bright yellow and bright blue armor and helmet. Yeah, this is like a poster gate all over again, right? When yeah. we were when we were revealed the uh, the majestic goats that, uh, that drive uh, Thor around. Yeah. It took me a, a, a minute to figure out why this feels so different, and then I figured it out. It's There's now pieces of the helmet that cover the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. That's new, yeah. I believe, to like this Asgardian armor. I don't know if other characters like in Asgard right, have something like this, but it's the first time they've covered up Hemsworth's face, right? Like yeah. He's worth all the money. I don't know why you cover it up, but yeah, it looks it looks like he's yeah. ready for like a big battle. And, and I will tell you... Um, the the proportions of the helmet are a little off because this is concept art. It looks like they had a picture of Chris Hemsworth and like, hey, just kind of draw a helmet around it a little bit. Like <laughs> the helmet's kind of turned a little bit more than his face is uh, in in the the photo. But um, yeah, there's not really a lot we can draw out of this. But you know, the bright blue and the bright yellow uh, as guardian stuff, and then you know, uh, Jane Foster's got the silver and red look behind him. Yeah, I was and, analyzing. <laughs> I was analyzing this a lot. The funniest thing to me is the icon that's above Star Lord's head, because yeah. it's uh, it's clearly a don't take pictures of this. It's like a the the red circle with a line through it, and then there's yeah. a camera icon behind it. And somebody yeah. did not that's, listen to the rules. <laughs> no, no. The first time you tell someone not to take a picture of it, they're like, well, why not? I'm going to take a photo of this. So yeah, um, and it, it, it's hard to tell what this poster is supposed to be. Like, is it just a general poster that you sell at Walmart that you put up in your like 12 year old's bedroom? Mm-hmm. Is this supposed to be promoting like the next phase of Marvel? Because we see these new versions of Thor and Jane, because uh, it seems to be like a bit of a mismatch, miss, Mish, mishmash, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, concept art. <laughs> because it looks photos. like spider. Because it looks like a uh, Spider-Man's in his like iron spider suit. But you know, if you have seen the new Spider-Man movie, it looks like he has transitioned to a new new type of suit moving forward. So mm-hmm. that's not there. Um, it shows in the background. It shows Iron Man and Cap kind of in like this transparency because they you know they have gone left us. But then also Gamora's kind of transparent out but she's still around and the the one that we have is not even from another dimension she's just from 
the past. Uh, she's just, yeah, skipped forward in time. So, yeah, I don't know what the theme of this poster is yeah. supposed to be. I'm very confused. It, well, and I, I think it is, you know, they, they make those Marvel posters that they've had, like, all the comic book characters, and they started updating them to be more MCU prevalent because I, I think it is the 2022, up through 2022, or this was supposed to be the end of 2021 poster of the characters because, you again, you see kind of Scarlet Witch's hair in the right-hand side above mm-hmm. Star-Lord there. Uh, so she's very prominent. The Hulk, Star Lord, uh, Miss Marvel, who we've only briefly seen officially there uh, mm-hmm. as well. And I believe again, Black Panther, I think, is like the biggest question mark. Like who, who's in this outfit, yeah. uh, kind of thing. So and they're it, still showing Groot as a teenager as well. So mm-hmm. I was kind of yeah. under the assumption he wouldn't be a teenager once we see him again, but. Who knows? Maybe they'll, yeah. they'll show him in transition. <laughs> well, he he did. I mean, I, I don't know how much time passed, but if they pick up kind of right where the in game ends, he was a teenager because he was dusted for five years. So um, that that's what he came back as. So I don't know how fast they'll grow up, but I, but I agree. Um, it, what kind of we'll see where they are. But yeah, I don't know what's going on here. I want to see the full poster, but it is like you said, a mismatch of literally photos of the actors, like um, the Dormelage uh, over here. Uh, what's what's her name? Um, can't think of the character's name uh and then the concept art from everybody else going on well, so i can tell you one thing i wasn't expecting another poster leak for this movie that's oh, for okay. sure. yeah yeah <laughs> poster it's gonna be posters all day all year man just posters every week uh we'll, we'll have something on here uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania we talked about bill murray being in this a couple months ago and then he might be some part of the microverse well on this week um because ghostbusters has a new movie bill murray's obviously making rounds uh, well, it hits, uh, you know, availability purchase. He says that his power is being a bad guy in this movie. <laughs> so while he is not King and not the main villain, he could just be a, an asshole. Uh, yeah. Cause that's what Bill Murray does. So yeah, he's good at doing that. He could still be the microverse dude. Who's just a dick. He could literally be Scott's dad. If he's just a bad guy, like oh, I was a bad mm-hmm. dad, you know, kind of thing. I, I don't know. We don't know where he's going to be, but you know, um, you know, Bill Murray, uh, you know, hopefully he uh, he makes it through this year. We're losing a lot of uh, older celebrities uh, and not older celebrities kind of as we we go through 2022 so far. Kind of sucks. Turning Red is the upcoming Pixar movie. Uh, the next one on the list where it's a, a girl is, uh, I think, cursed or something to turn into a red panda. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so uh, I don't know much about this film. The trailers for Pixar are usually worse than the actual movie. We know this. We we prepare ourselves for this every year. Um, but the news this week was that literally it is skipping theaters and going straight to Disney+. Plus. So being the third Pixar film in a row um, to to do this. Uh, it's strange. I feel like somebody out there knows something that I don't. Because uh, one thing that I have heard about Omicron, which a lot of people are confirming, is that it, it, it hits fast, it hits hard, and, it's, uh, and it uh, moves quickly. So um, people have been expecting that it's going to spike here or it's going to reach its peak in America, maybe possibly this week or next week. And red is turning red is supposed to come out in March. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's quite a ways away. So I would hope and pray and cross my fingers that we will be through the the biggest uh, the hurdle of uh, of Omicron. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is geared towards kids and omicron is well, the first wave that's really starting mm-hmm. to put kids at risk more so maybe they think oh well, this is the he, safest he, thing to do well I, th- I think i think it's a little short-sighted uh you know thought process this is um a, a, a very um an oriental film if you will uh red pandas 
the 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 voice cast is you know uh, i believe uh chinese american um or chinese based so i think it's the worldwide pandemic that's affecting this one rather than the american pandemic i don't i don't know the the only thing that i could be thinking and this kind of maybe goes against because what i in kanto um uh, was available on Disney Plus. I'm not 100% sure, but like maybe like Disney Plus just has the analytics and they're just like, man, when we put these like brand new kids movies on Disney Plus, like people are watching them like gangbusters. We are getting new subscriptions. Kids are yelling at their parents to make sure they renew the Disney Plus subscription or get them on there. Like maybe this is like really, really yeah. driving it and it's really not that big of a deal to them if they have to put it on the platform or not. But, um, I mean, I'll be watching it either way. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah I, well, I mean, that's when I, when I looked up the deadline article that announced it, it was talking about the international markets because Disney plus isn't international, um, as much. So it, it's just an interesting, interesting choice in how they're, how they're doing this. But, um, like I said, it's weird that, you know, again, Encanto went to theaters a couple months ago. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're going back on it. It's like back and forth. I think Pixar films would do better in theaters, uh, honestly, but you never know. Um, but if they're getting kids and people to, to subscribe, my mom actually called me on Thursday. She's like, uh, she's want to watch something or my dad's want to watch something. It's on national geographic that Will Smith mm-hmm. when that's coming out. Right. And mm-hmm. she was like, what's the cheapest way to get Disney plus. I'm like, it is the cheapest. It's going to be like, just buy it as it's monthly price. You, you can't get it any better than that. So yeah. Um, that's, that's what I told her to do, um, to get that. So it is, it is popular. This news surprised me that Mike. This and it sounds like it surprised you at the top of the show. But Warner Media, uh, also by AT and T, is looking to sell most of the CW network off to somebody, another another broadcast uh, buyer. Wow, this is uh, uh, I was not expecting this news. I mean, we were just talking about broadcast television at the top of the show. I didn't think it was going to pop up again. Yeah. Um, so the CW uh, is home to the Flash and uh, what Legends of Tomorrow. Um, what's that new Naomi? I believe that just launched, um, uh, recently. So, um, it looks like they're getting, apparently for the past like four years or so, it has been a non profitable, um, venture for them. They're not selling enough ad space for this. Um, Nextstar, uh, is, uh, a local TV giant that's supposed to be in the running to buy them. Uh, so I, I put it in Nextstar, Nextstar. So, Warner Brothers would keep a when I say most they would keep a minority stake in the CW and continue making the superhero shows until essentially they cancel them and everything moves to the HBO Max if you will. Uh, it, it, this kind of almost sounds like the move that they made with um was it Discovery, right? What did they what did they sell that they, they sold something to Discovery Plus, right? Yeah, yeah, like it was Discovery Plus a split from them or something like they yeah, they like they sold Discovery to somebody else. Was it the like the I, forget God, what I don't even, I don't remember. I know what you're talking this, about, yeah. But this does harken back to that news I think that came out about a year ago uh that their whole like venture uh, mm-hmm. No, it was, it was AT&T. AT&T was selling WarnerMedia to uh, Discovery, but keeping a controlling site. It almost seems like the same thing that's happening, but just like one step down the ladder. So I don't know. It's one just big corporate thing. But I mean, yeah. I'm not surprised to hear somebody divesting from network TV. It, it almost seems yeah. like radio, right? I was listening to the radio in my car the other day. And I was just like, radio is never going to go away because it's like so convenient and it's always there. It's just not always going to be as profitable for like a bigger company. Like, you know, your favorite, you know, um, you know, 
top 100 hit station, right? Might yeah. not be super profitable, so maybe they'll sell the, the you know the FM signal to like I don't know something else. Like I feel like it's always like Christian rock or something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's always going to be there. It's just not going to be the game that they want to be in because it's all about distribution, right? You don't need to distribute over rabbit ears anymore. Everybody's got the internet. Well, at least most people have the internet. Yeah. So well, yeah. so I'll t- I'll tell you. Um, I was wrong. It was it wasn't. Um, 10 years apparently since the upn and wb merged in 06 i thought it said 16 06 the the network has never been profitable um and literally all of its revenue has been doing from selling the stream the international streaming rights and the online streaming Mm -hmm. rights for its originals such as arrow flash so on and so forth including like riverdale and so on and such but um netflix purchased a lot of them but that ended in 2019 do you remember when, like mm-hmm. those shows used to go to netflix yep. like right mm-hmm. after um and so now i believe they um they're going to paramount plus but like there's been no money from it since they can't sell it streaming anymore so um my guess is yeah the cw will be relegated it'll probably go to, to something else and be changed up quite a bit what's on there within Within, I think, five years, all the superhero stuff will be gone or straight to HBO Max, um, which is sad. You know, CW has been kind of a kind of a underdog in in the the world of of this kind of you know, like I said, over the over the air uh, stations. But um, but I can't remember the last time I actually tuned in to watch yeah. anything live. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a it's run its course whether or not uh, network television it was going to continue exist or not, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah, and, and who knows if they don't sell it, um, what the what the game plan is. They, I don't, I don't know. So we'll we'll keep you guys posted on how that's gonna shake down and what that's gonna look like over the years. I didn't know this, Mike, but on Thursday, uh, Peacemaker it's in HBO Max on Thursday, not Friday. I thought it was always, I thought it was for Fridays. That's and moving I, day for me, which means I won't be able to watch Peacemaker on and opening I, opening night. And I and I wrote this down, but I'm pretty sure the first three episodes are dropping the first night as well. So yep, all three uh, first three episodes are on January 13th, and then they'll be weekly until the end of February. So all right, James Gunn, we're looking forward to seeing what you do serialized on a streaming service. Yes, apparently he directed five of the episodes, um, with some other ones in there. Throughout, uh, I've heard early reviews of um, the first seven, but they, they weren't given the eight episodes. So um, I'm. I'm gonna be checking this out. Um, this this dropping three at once thing seems to be a popular item, and we'll we'll talk about something here in a little bit else that's, that's doing that um, at the end of this. But I mean, that's um, yeah, it's, we'll have a month of, of Peacemaker. Really, the first the first TV show based on um, uh, an actual uh, what was it, the DC Extended Universe uh, movies, right? Like this is the first time it's gone down downwards. Yeah, who knows if Peacemaker would ever you know connects to like a gotham show or the green lantern show or anything like that i i'm not making that assumption right this almost kind of seems like lightning in a bottle right like james gunn really liked what he was doing he was having a lot of fun with his movie and his characters somebody hbo max approaches him and is just like hey you want to keep doing this like yeah i'll do a little series so i'm not expecting a sequel you know to the to the i'm not expecting a season two i'm not expecting a crossover so um but who knows maybe we'll get that do you, I mean, um, eight episodes is pretty good. And like I said, he wrote this in the in the lockdown during the pandemic, right? So he had a lot of free time on his hands. And now he's back to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in the um, holiday special. I mean, if they did a season two, I don't think it would be James Gunn coming back, right? Like, 
they were like, hey, we need to hand this off to somebody else to do yeah, it. Yeah, they, they could hand it off. Um, but, you know, again, I think we our, our concerns, we've talked about this from watching the Suicide Squad, like, the end of it, Peacemaker isn't really redeemed. He is um, a, a killer at the end of the day. Like, he's, like, the mm-hmm. worst one of the whole goddamn punch, <laughs> and, uh, and he survives. So I, we'll see if this show brings any redemption to him as a person and character. Uh, do you think they will have any um, cameos from the movie actors? That that was my question, thinking about this. Like, oh, would Idris Elba show up, or you know? I mean, I would like... love to. I would love to be surprised, right? I mean, at the end of the day, you all you are always hoping just for a good story and a good show. But I would love to be surprised and shocked by something. You know, mm-hmm. I'd I'd welcome a cameo. Yeah. Yep. And then also be on HBO Max compared to the CW is what we're talking about. Uh, this lets the show have like a, I think it's like a, a mature rating MA for like blood language rather than like. Oh yeah, I, we're we're stuff, seeing John, we're seeing John Cena's ass. I I, I feel yeah. like we've almost already have seen it in the trailers, but maybe it was in tidy whities But yeah, mm-hmm. you'll be seeing his butt. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be blood and curse words all all over <laughs> this movie, and an eagle, his pet eagle, eagly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman: The Cape Crusader. This is an animated show. We um they announced uh, right a couple couple months ago um based mm-hmm. on the animated tv show but like not, not a direct sequel we've announced that uh ed brubaker uh who's known for the comic book writer who wrote the winter soldier who created bucky barnes as as we know him now has joined as the lead writer will head the writing room for this show which is great okay. all right this was the the batman with the super pointy ears right yes and and it's got like it's still like i think it's like it's not um it's dini and who, who was the other guy who did it uh tim bruce tim bruce tim yes i was i always want to say is it his first name tim or his last name him i think <laughs> it's it's like it's like kind of like as as we said, it's set in the past but viewed through a modern lens so it'll have mm. like the animated series had that like 1920s look but it never Noir. said it was in the 1920s mm-hmm. and it like you know when we sat in that panel for what was it the um the batman beyond they talked about like literally the uh show was black paper with drawn on top of black paper right color on top of black paper so it looks like it's going to be done the same way throughout the whole thing so um yeah so um are you familiar with ed brubaker i think they i mean like other than just like he's known for other things other than just i mean not not super well but it sounds like he's got credentials so i'm okay with that yeah yeah he he's been big for marvel he wrote on captain america he has uh, done daredevil gotham central for uh dc stuff like that so he, he's an eisner award-winning author uh literally i can see just uh seven eight possibly nine years of winning on here for for his stuff so i think uh it's always interesting when a writer moves from one medium to another so hopefully it's fine but since this is animated i think he'll be fine like it's not the same as live action with that keep an eye on it and lastly for the week here uh the boys season three has confirmed to start on june 3rd by dropping three episodes and then moving to a weekly format um seems like amazon is taking the weekly format approach finally <laughs> with their shows man amazon prime is such a crazy streaming service uh i it's the streaming service i rarely open regularly right it's mm-hmm. one of those things i don't browse like something has to be on there for me to turn it on but they know that they know you already have amazon prime for like two day shipping so mm-hmm. they they don't have to uh hit that weekly schedule or you'll cancel your service so yeah i'm just waiting around for something to watch on there right i'm sure there's something great that you know just you know is not super buzzy and no one's talking about but yeah i think the boys 
The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which is like mm-hmm. already like a year behind due to the pandemic. What else do I watch over there? I mean, we were so, watching the Bosch show, but that's wrapped up. Uh, Succession uh, is on there. Uh, that that's Max. That's HBO Max. Is it really? Oh, mm-hmm. maybe they moved to Prime. I'm sorry, I, I pulled up Prime videos. Maybe I look at Prime Originals. I well, know, I know. Yeah. The biggest thing for them is Lord of the Rings. Like Lord of the yep. Rings is going to be their big thing. Um, Judge Judy, her new show was now on here. Uh, Judy. Oh, Justice. they had that. They had that show, uh, The Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time. I watched, yeah, I watched that first episode and it was solid. Just never got yeah. back around to watching it. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Hannah was one of the shows they had on there. That Jack Reacher show, right? I believe. Uh, Good Omens is another one. I, I've oh watched. yeah, I, people did like Good Omens, so maybe that'll get. People talking about Prime again, but you what? know it's the thing. They don't have to have people. They, you don't have to talk about it because Bezos knows you already got the subscription. <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, exactly. And, and honestly, I think the biggest thing is you know they're talking um, this Lord of the Rings show could easily be a billion dollars for the first season to mm-hmm. cost wise, and I'm like, that is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Was um that um the guy who plays Jim Helper? I'm horrible with names today. Uh, Are you thinking of Jack Ryan? Jack Ryan was that on here? Mm-hmm. Was, that, was that? Yeah, that was on there. It's all. It's it's okay. Jack Ryan mm-hmm. is just okay. If your dad needs something to watch, tell him to go watch yeah. Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, I think yeah, they have the dad show on there. The Grand Tour. The uh, oh, the car one. Yeah, the, the yeah, the car guys. Mm-hmm. The um, what is it? Um, I can't. I can't think of the name. Top Gear. That's what. It Top, is. Yeah, the Top Gear. The their new shows on there. There's. I mean, there's stuff on there for everybody. Um. Yeah. Like I so said, we just don't go for it. The Boys is it. Um, yeah, I'm also looking forward to whenever we get the, I, I almost feel like the Umbrella Academy is going to be either announced right before this or right after this. Like we're going to go from <laughs> yeah. one to the other. Cause they're like almost in tandem these days for that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's around the corner as well, Mike. Um, yeah, it's a, just a little bit of a short episode this week. Not a lot of news to go through, but I know you've been busy. You're, you're exhausted for the week. You're about to go into an even more busier week so uh we'll Mm -hmm. we'll wrap this up we'll get out of here let you let you go get your energy back buddy so people know what you're doing where can they find you at well they can find me at mike royer design on instagram twitter and tiktok and can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com chris people want to catch up with you where can they find your fungin oh my fungin can be found on twitter valdan v-a-l-d-a-n or instagram Fall Dan 87. Uh, people know about the show, about our reviews. I've got to re- go back and redo our list. Of, I haven't updated since the Morbius delay. So I guess our next upcoming movie would be the Batman, right? Um, review. Yeah, but everyone knows what those are. Our weekly, our regularly scheduled weekly show, where can they find that at? Oh, you can find that at SuperheroSlate.com. That is the headquarters for everything we do here at the show. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and get merch at SuperheroSlate.com slash store. We love it when you reach out. Let us know what you're watching and what you're looking forward to and looking forward to and doing to do i don't know what i'm doing anymore i need to go eat some more yeah. ribs that's what i gotta go do gotta, uh, but, gotta get this guy some food no <laughs> yeah but, yeah if you want to be a super fan of the show it's so easy to do just share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy make sure you're boosted out there people it really helps you protect against uh, the omicron a variant and uh we love you and we'll see you next week all right we'll see you then bye everybody Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!